Stay up on the real culture of Detroit by tuning in to the Detroit is Different Podcast Network weekly. Music, art, business, comedy, and never before told stories from the people of Detroit. Remember to like, Share, subscribe, and always listen on Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Store, and Spotify. You're listening to the Ask Jennifer podcast on the Detroit is Different podcast network. It's Jennifer, and welcome to Ask Jennifer, the podcast, where we talk about small business issues, where to get funding for your business, anxiety, emotional issues, just anything and everything small business. Today, we're talking to mompreneurs who are making it work. We have Karen Gilmet with Natural Red, Cinnamon Washington with Delightful Scents and Delightful Ribbons, and also Kevin Karen Evans with from DCDT. Did I get that right, Karen? You got it right. <laughs> all right. And so before we get into all of that, I just want to remind everybody to go to download the All Things Detroit mobile app. We have All Things Detroit, the biggest and best small business showcase coming up November 4th at the Eastern Market. Your tickets are on sale now. Go to ilovealltheinsdetroit.com or download the app. We're available on Google Play or on Android. So we are going to get into our conversation because we have some cool moms here uh, who are just making it happen in the small business world. And so Karen, Karen Galmet with Natural Red, tell us a little bit about your business. You make handmade, you make natural products. And yep. how did you kind of get into that? So I um, have a herd of children. I have <laughs> five kids. And I started feeling mommy guilt about all the chemicals that I was putting on them through their personal care products and mine. And so I started um, looking for products that I knew were safe, that worked really well, and that um, that I could afford. And I couldn't find products that met all three criteria. So I started experimenting, making products for my family. And then after my divorce, I needed money. My five kids were 10 and under at that point. So I decided to take the products that I made for us and turn them into a business. Wow, that's amazing. And so... You have five kids, mm-hmm. and that is like, yeah, that's a like a tribe. Yeah, it's a, a little tribe. I hope you're, you're running like a little tribe over there. So I'm pretty sure it's really difficult to try to manage being a mommy with kids. And are all of your kids in school right now? Yes, right now they are. Um, I have a high schooler, a middle schooler, and three kids in elementary. And how old is the youngest? My youngest is seven. She just turned seven. Oh, that's so awesome. And then we also have Karen. We have two Karens with us today. This is the Karen place today. And so you have, tell us a little bit about your business, Karen. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So I um, went from working full-time in academia and teaching entrepreneurship to undergraduate students and creating undergraduate um, entrepreneurship programming to coaching, um, it turned out to be mom business owners. Um, using all of those trainings and tools. Um, Right now, I primarily work with um, clients in our Mom Entrepreneur Honey Mama group at Honey Space for Moms in Ferndale, um, where we meet in six-week sessions um, and just help people at all stages of their business. Um, I also work with the Detroit Center for Design and Technology, producing their um, speaker series called DCDT Talk. And that's a monthly. You guys have different talks on a variety of different topics monthly. I've actually, I think you guys had uh, Kiki from the Farmer's Hand on a few of those, and she talks about how great they are. Absolutely. We love having the ladies from the Farmer's Hand. I remember being in the DCDT when they were starting their business and hearing them argue about tomatoes over the phone with farmers, and I was like, this is the coolest thing ever. So (laughs) we do those monthly. We started back in um, March, and we'll be winding up in October. That is so cool. And then we have Cinnamon. 
Cinnamon, tell us a little bit about your business. You have two businesses that you have, right? I do. I have two businesses. My main business is called Delightful Scents, where I make handmade soy candles, wax melts, incense sticks, and car fresheners. And then my second business is called Delightful Ribbons, where me and my daughter together make dowel clothes for 18-inch dowels, including American Girl dowel, and we make all the tutus. I think that is super cool. I, I remember being in an event with you and you were there making tutus. Like, yes. We're getting it going. But I think that to be able to purchase like that Detroit t-shirt in that American dial size is like the bomb. Everybody loves a Detroit t-shirt, whether it's for like dial clothing or yourself. Absolutely. It's, it's obviously, I mean, it's one of the most saturated markets. I've, I've never seen so many t- Detroit t-shirts, but I feel like you're the only one <laughs> who has it in the dial size. Yeah. And, you know, we just want to talk about like being a mom promoter. Myself, I am not a mom, but I am an aunt. I have an oldest niece. She's 23. I have another niece. She's 14. And I have a nephew, he's 15, and I try to show them the way through what it is that I'm doing, but I'm not there with them every day, so I don't have to adjust my schedule and do a variety of different things like you guys do. You know, I'm not feeding and clothing everybody, so I'm like using them, sending them on back, mm-hmm. sending them right back. So, um, Karen, how how do you fit the kids into your schedule? Like, do you have a set schedule where you work on your business? You know that this is mommy time. This is, uh, you know, time for the, you know, for the business. How do you work that out? Like on the day to day, you know, with the schedule. Sure. So during the summer, it's hard. During the summer, um, it, going into summer, it's very stressful for me trying to figure out how I'm going to fit everything in. And so um, I try to make sure that I am. Like, I make the list of things I have to get done in the day, whether it's work stuff or mama stuff. So do you stick to that list, like that list every day? That everything has to get done on the list, yeah. So even if it's like, take this kid for a haircut or make cookies with this child, I have my priority list, like master list, and we have to get those things done. And I will tell them my workspace is in the basement, and I will, like, get them settled for the most part. And then I'm like, okay. I have to go downstairs and work and I will go downstairs, get the stuff that I have to get done, done, or make the phone calls I have to do, whatever it is I have to get done. And then I can come up and be like, okay, now I can be mama again for however long. Mm-hmm. And then after they go to bed, a lot of times I, most times I have to work some more. That is one hell of a system because I feel like I have a to-do list that I wrote probably three weeks ago and there's one thing done on there. And I feel like <laughs> I keep writing the same thing over on this to-do list over and over and over and over again, which is like kind of insane crazy, but. It- no, I have two, I have two lists. I have the have to get done list and then I'd have the like, I'd like to get done list. <laughs> and that's the ones that keep getting written over and over again. So I hear you. So do you, I know that you have four, you have four, th- three girls. Three girls and two boys, yeah. And so do you feel that you're, in, you're empowering your young ladies to be business owners themselves? Are they proud of mommy? Yes, yes, I do. I feel like they look at things like, oh, I could, oh, well, I'm going to be a restaurant owner. Like, I feel like it, it opens their eyes to more options mm-hmm. um, than it would before. Then before before I started my company, you know, they were just thinking, oh, I'd be a teacher or I'd be a nurse. Or, and, you know, those things are lovely. But now they're thinking, oh, I could become a something else and they could be the boss. My daughter's the same way. She wanted to be an illustrator and she wanted to go to school for architect. But now that she see that I'm freelancing and I do what I want to do and I make my own time to do and I work at my own hours, now she wants to do, she wants to have an animal rescue. So she wants to go to college, she wants to go to Yale, 
she wants to graduate. She says she's going to work in the architect field just so she can get enough money so she can buy all this property so she can go around the world um, rescuing animals. And that's, that's what she wants to do long run now. That is super cute and just amazing. Like, I mean... I didn't have a dog growing up, and I'm scared of dogs most of the time when I see them <laughs> at people's house. And when I go to people's house, I'm like, do you have a dog? And Do you have a cat? And then, like, I had one, uh, I went to someone's house, they were working on something. The cat jumped on my lap and stuck, and I'm like, ah! I was going crazy. And they were laughing at me, but I was, like, kind of annoyed they were laughing at me because I'm like, this is a 20-pound cat, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm not very pet-friendly, <laughs> but I get it. I really get it. And Karen, number two, you actually train moms. You train moms to have a system and a schedule and and that type of thing um do you train regular people too because I might need some help no (laughs) yeah absolutely I had so much of a struggle um the great thing about entrepreneurship right was like I didn't have all the meetings all day long that I had in the full-time world and all those interruptions that also meant I had this like kind of scarily blank slate that I was in charge of writing um and with having kids and they're both in school and I wanted to be a little bit involved in school I was like how is this puzzle all going to fit together? Um, and so I, after struggling with it for a while, I created something called Create Your Flow, mm-hmm. where I'm like, I can't have a schedule because to me that's too rigid. And I didn't want to have nothing because then nothing gets done or you miss things. Um, so I created a flow. So every week I sit down and I'm like, how do I want to sort of flow through the week? And what's going to happen in the mornings, in the evenings, in my work time, in my we call it hive time in my time with my family. Um, and throughout the day, it's sort of color-coded, if you look at my calendar, of those kind of sort of buckets of time. Mm-hmm. And then I put my to-do list into them um, at the beginning of each week. Oh, wow. And so it makes such a difference. I don't feel, like, rigid, but I also don't feel like, I don't know what's going on. Where am I supposed to be today? Oh, uh, it's so nice. Yeah, I feel like I've seen that on, like, an episode of, like, Wipe Swap, where, like, someone's very, very organized, and they swap spaces with someone who just, like, yes. probably is like me, who's, like, writing a sticky note and doesn't mm-hmm. know, like, where it goes or anything. So we know we have the kids. You're mompreneurs. You're making it happen. Are you guys married in relationships, dating? Single. I am living. <laughs> Single. And Karen? Um, yeah, I'm married. My husband is also a business owner. That's awesome. So you both are two entrepreneurs and you're mm-hmm. just kind of like, so do you have him, do you help him kind of with his schedule of being organized and, uh, okay. <laughs> I mean, I like to, um, but we're both firstborn children. So um, we have our own ways of doing things. Um, but yeah, I, once in a while I'm able to be like, hey, you know, if you just kind of did this, it would all feel a little bit less stressful. And then when he takes advice, it magically works out. It's crazy. <laughs> when he magically takes it, like, as I'm sure he's just like, no, I got this. And, <laughs> and Miss Karen, Karen number one here. <laughs> yeah, I'm on. Uh, in a relationship. Yeah. You're in a relationship. And are your spouses, is it very supportive of like your business? Absolutely. And you yes. say the kid and the kids are supportive. Of course, the, your kids, they're, they're a little younger, but they're supportive as well. Like mommy has a business and is your husband supportive as well here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, cool. And cinnamon, you're cinnamon, you're a single like me. Uh, so <laughs> do you use like any dating apps or anything like that to like go on dates or are you just kind of taking it easy or just... Waiting for Mr. Right to find you. Girl, I just pray on it. (laughs) (laughs) You know, honestly, that's really all we can do is pray on it and, like, let it go. So I know, like, there's be moms listening to this. uh, And like I said, I can't give any, like, mommy advice. But what is, like, the hardest thing? We know we talked about time. We talked about time management. But what is, like, the hardest thing that you guys actually had to 
not really with a balance, but is there like when the kids come and say, mommy, I need more time. Or if you don't have enough time to do something, because it's you can schedule things. But what about the unexpected when it comes up? You know, and how do you manage the unexpected when, you know, you have this deadline of business, but you got, you know, the baby has a cold. You know, what, how do you do that? I feel like that is that is such a struggle. I feel like um, this year I've been trying to be very intentional about my time. Um, that when I'm with the kids, that I'm actually really with them, mm-hmm. and I'm not checking my phone and checking my emails and yes. and and halfway working and like, oh yeah, I'm watching Max and Ruby too. Um, but really try to make that time make my kids feel important during mm-hmm. that time when we're together. And then when I'm working, to not be feeling guilty that I'm not with them, but to be really be focused on work and try to really just dig in and get as much done as possible. But today I had my seven-year-old tell me, Mama, you know, I just really wish you didn't have to work. Remember when you used to be a stay-at-home mama? Uh-huh. And I'm just like, yes, I'm sorry. Well, could, yeah. And she's like, could, maybe could you and daddy just get married again so you could just be a stay-at-home mama? And oh I'm like, God. oh my goodness, this conversation is making me sad. But I'm like, I'm sorry, baby. Daddy doesn't want to get married again. And so, um, but that's okay. We're doing fine. <laughs> We're doing fine. And mama has natural red and we have great lip balm. So <laughs> <laughs> for me, I have a set schedule. And it's even posted on my website. I only work Tuesday through Thursday. And I only work nine to one. So I'm only going to do what I can between nine and one. And I chose to do this because I don't want to be pouring candles when my daughter come home from school. Mm-hmm. So I get everything that I, I have done before I pick her up. And then when I when she gets home, it's just me and her. Whatever she want to do, whether she want to sit here and play sorry and cheat the whole time. <laughs> or she want me to sit here and watch a movie with her or play the Sims game. Whatever she want to do, that's my time for her every day, Monday through Friday. On Mondays, it's me and her just chill day. I don't work on Mondays at all because most of the time when I do events, they're Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Mm -hmm. So Mondays, it's my chill time. She knows that's my chill time. And then Tuesdays, it's typically we go, like, during the summer, the movie theater has $5 movies. So Mm -hmm. every Tuesday this summer, we've been to the theater. That's been our thing. Mm -hmm. And then we got the little free bowling thing going on all summer. So Mm -hmm. Thursdays, we'll go bowling. And that's how I manage... My time with her, I pick certain days and we do the same thing every week. And when school starts, I just do everything while she's in school. And when she comes home, it's just me and her until she goes to bed. So is your schedule the same like in the summer when she thought to? Is this still nine to one? It's still nine to one in the summer. Uh, Most of the time in the summer, I shut down. And I let my fan base know that I shut down online on the last day of school. Hmm. I do not open back up until the middle of August. And that way, that gives me time to manage daughter vacation and to build my stock for all the summer shows because summer is my biggest market for mm-hmm. doing events. So I line them all up and get everything ready to go. So you, oh, you know what? That is, wow. So you don't do any any online sales at that time? I don't do any online sales from June to the middle of August. That is really cool. I actually had um, another, another mompreneur. She said that her husband was very supportive of her business. And he bought her like the sewing machine and everything it was to start. But when he got off work and when the kids got out of school, it had to be family time. It couldn't cut into mm-hmm. what it is that, you know, their family time and doing it. So Karen, number two. 
Mm-hmm. I think um, when you asked about struggles, a thing that popped in my head right away was like my second grade report card says, Karen has a difficult time asking for help. Mm. And that's still what my report card would say. Um, <laughs> so that's been the biggest thing is learning to ask for and accept help. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, tonight um, we're doing an addition on our house. And my husband got home from work. He's like, I got to do stuff on that. And I had to come to this. So I had to call my mom, which I feel guilty about because um, she already raised some kids. She doesn't mm-hmm. need to do it more. But I was like, hey, can you please come over for a little bit and put them to bed and hang out with them? Um, so asking for help is definitely the biggest. most important thing. And also one for me, one of the hardest things. And I think that's true for a lot of mompreneurs. Mm-hmm. And I think it's not even for mompreneurs. I just feel like it's true for people in general. Yeah. I have a hard time with delegating and then also just asking for help. Because mm-hmm. delegation for me, I'm thinking like, are they going to do it right? Are they going to do it the same yeah. as I'm going to do it? Absolutely. Oh my God, I should just do it myself. And then that mm-hmm. just looks to a list of things that I have not done yet because I want to do it myself. And then if I ask someone for help and they say, well, what is it? And what is that? I'm thinking like, I should have never asked this person. Mm-hmm. Now I should just do it myself because... Now they don't really want to do it anyway. And here I am, you know, begging someone to do something they don't want to do. So then I try to do everything myself. So I feel like that's kind of like a universal thing, uh, you know. And I find myself like as an aunt to like my niece and nephew, they're they're getting older. My oldest niece is 23. So she's not really thinking about me. She's the sweetest, but she's just like living her life. But I find myself, um, I've been more busy lately and I miss them. And now Mm -hmm. it's like, they don't FaceTime me or they don't call me. They call when they want something, of course. But I find, like, missing them to say, you know, spending time with them. My niece, I try to do a sleepover with her. Uh, I've actually I tried to start a business for her for Christmas. And I told her, what you put into it is what you get out of it. Because if Absolutely. you want to make money, this is what you have mm-hmm. to do. And she put nothing into it, so she doesn't have it. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's like, Auntie, how come I don't have it? It's like, because you have to work hard. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's important. But I do miss them, and it's, I feel like... I want to balance my time with them, too. Even not being a mom, they're still important in my life. And I feel bad when I don't go to uh, cheer and I don't go to band. And I know it's not the same as being like their mom. But when I'm invited to say, Ariana has cheer competition in like Flint, I'm like, I can't go because I'm doing an event and I can't drive to Flint. But it's also like I don't have a nine to five job, just like none of us really do. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of it's really hard that, yeah. that to be able to manage that. And. Um. Yeah, and so it's just like it's very, very, very difficult. You know what? The thing about that is too, uh, and this this might be a little guilt on <laughs> on my part because being a single mom mm-hmm. and having a small business, people say, "Oh, you just did a show. You killed it. You made three grand." And they think, "Oh, you made three grand." Right. Uh, right. Dude, <laughs> light bill, car no insurance. They don't think about all of that. No. Uh-huh. And my daughter, is she falls guilty of that too. She's like, oh, shoot, ma, can I get a new iPhone? Boo-boo. Yeah, I'm done with that. I'm done, <laughs> I'm done with the phones. My, I was, my niece and nephew, they've had, I bought my nephew a watch for Christmas, and he had the nerve, to uh, a smartwatch, to tell me that it was on the floor. How dare you? I'm not oh, spending no. my money on that foolishness. Mm-mm. And iPhones and all that, it's just like, if you cannot take care of it, I cannot buy it for you. And it's, mm-hmm. you know, if mommy and daddy's not buying it, then you come to auntie. Because, you know, sometimes I'll be like, oh, I'll get it for them or, mm-hmm. you know, that type of thing. And my niece is like, you know, my baby. So I look at her like, she's so cute. She looks like, <laughs> she looks like me. Let me just pick her up a little something. Yeah. And I feel bad. But, Girl, yeah. People... I only feel bad for a little while. And, you know, <laughs> I was blessed with Asia. She understands the value of a dollar. 
And if she if she wants something, and she'll say, "Ooh, that's nineteen ninety nine. That's too high." Mommy's not going to buy it. She said, "I love that." Like, boo, you right. Take ten dollars off of that, and then we got a deal. Send Asia over with me then, because nineteen ninety five. I'll take that over. Yep. It's just fifty dollars. It's just seventy dollars. No, she won't do that. Like, say, okay, for for this past Christmas, Asia wanted a PlayStation Four, and she wanted a laptop. So she rationed it out with herself. She said, well, both of them are high-ticket items, but I only want two items. But I'm not going to ask my dad for both of them at the same time because that wouldn't be right. So I'm just going to ask for the laptop, and then for my birthday, I'm going to ask for the PlayStation. And that's literally what she did. And when I told him that she was rationing this out, he was like, I'm buying both. So she got both, Mm -hmm. but Asia won't ask you for both because she says, well, this one's 300, this one's 300. That's too much money to ask for at one time. So I'm just going to girl there. She just choose the cheapest one. And that's how, you know, so my thing for her is I know she rationalized things. I know she deals with a lot with me making the candles and stuff, especially since she has asthma. And then where I live at in Southgate, there's no kids. And I drive six miles to take her to school. So my guilt thing for her is letting her do stuff that I know that I technically can't afford. Mm -hmm. Like Asia's a dancer. Mm. She just got um, They want her to do Competitive dancing this year So she does tap She does ballet She's done Bollywood She's done uh, She wants to do Tahitian It's a busy girl All I hear is dollar signs (laughs) But I'm going to make it work You're making it work And this is what it is Mompreneurs who are making it work Because money is like An important An important thing Because Mm -hmm. Karen I mean With five kids When it's school shopping time There's just school shopping That you just had to do And then you're at the You have how many different lists Of like Like Things that they need for school And like when we were in school Like it's like you got a trapper keeper. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, actually, I didn't get a trapper keeper because it was too expensive, but I wanted one really, really bad. Yep. Um, but I got a bootleg one, and you know what I mean? That probably broke up after, like, whatever, and a couple of those little paper folders. But school supplies and everything are so expensive. So, so expensive. it's like, how do you, like, the, the dollar, the amount, like, so from your business, like, you're investing in your business, and then you're investing all this money into, like, school supplies and, like, everything. So do you have the kids that are kind of asking for things that they know mama is just not willing trying to do right now? No. No? No. They don't don't ask because they know that um, if they want to ask for something, they will ask for, uh, ask daddy. I want they ask daddy because I'm, and I tell them, like, I pay for you to have food, and I pay Mm -hmm. for you to have Clothes, clothes and I pay for you to um, have the lights on and a warm house and it, it, like I, they do chores and they get their allowance and they can save it but I know they I get allowance every week if they do their chores they do their chores I remember doing chores for free so that's really good <laughs> <laughs> chores for free uh, there was no allowance and mm-hmm. for them not to ask I need all these kids to come visit me because <laughs> I have the most begging kids I ever oh Jesus well they're like if they want something I'm like, especially like my younger daughter my youngest daughter she'll be like oh, look mama if we're at the store and I'm like okay I'll take a picture and put it on your Christmas list mm-hmm. and so I take and that like pacifies her because she knows like uh, no because if I buy things something special for one child then I have to buy something special for five children and that's crazy expensive and even if it's just $19.99 that's $100 (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know what I mean and they understand that and so they know like something special is like getting ice cream at McDonald's you know Mm -hmm. like that's like something special Mm -hmm. so yeah and same for you like you with the money like you know just 
paying for everything because kids are expensive, mm-hmm. like everything and expensive. And I feel like when people say, well, it's different, like she has a husband and this sort of like, no, you're still spending money. You're still like, it's still a responsibility and it's a lot. You know what I mean? Not, it's, mm-hmm. it's a lot. And sometimes it takes, it takes a village, you know, because everything costs. And especially if they're like really, really little, it's like daycare and this Everything is the first is- year that we're not paying for school, and I'm like, oh my, like, I feel like I'm really rich right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was really a big struggle because our kids were in um, a preschool, and we had to pay tuition for it. And my daughter's starting kindergarten this year, and her preschool teacher was like, you know, um, she's just turning five. She's very small for her age, and she's pretty bright, but she also, like, she sucks her fingers, and she kind of has, like, she would like to nap more. So her preschool teacher's like, maybe we should just keep her one more year in preschool. Can we just please do that? And I was like... <sighs> But eight hundred dollars a month? No, <laughs> no. Like we'll we'll work on it at the house. We, we love have... the school. We love the teachers. The kindergarten teachers are ready for her. It's at the Hussein School, so I was just like, I'm sorry, no. And I think she judged me a little bit, but the money matters. And I'm dreading the day when they care about brands because right now, like they wear black shoes for school because they have a uniform. And like I was looking at them full price, and I was like, I don't pay fifty dollars for my own shoes. I got $50 for your shoes. So I went to a mom-to-mom sale this weekend mm-hmm. where, like, moms are selling their old used stuff. And I was like, we are finding school shoes for both of you with today. We are not leaving this church until you both have shoes. $15 later, we have a pair of shoe for each kid. They're in very nice condition. Um, so I'm just grateful that they're not Good yet job, cognizant huh? of that. And, like, I can't imagine. Like, we save so much money doing that. And it's really important. It makes sense. And the, the labels of, like, you know, uh, I get the... Oh, they have like Jordans and oh, they have these and this. And I'm just like wrong auntie because I'm a good auntie, but I'm not that good. I'm not <laughs> I'm not buying Jordans. I don't own a two hundred dollar pair of shoes like I'm not buying gym shoes. I've never had a pair of Jordans in my life. Neither mm-hmm. have I. I. And I'm not buying them. And I think it's like so stupid and I'm not doing it. And yeah. And with these iPhones and, and all these gadgets and things like they break them. And it's just mm-hmm. like it's broken. Like, when you look bright. at adulthood, they're going to remember the experiences they had. Because, like, I cannot remember very many gifts that I've been given over time, even though I know I have like, wonderful aunts and people mm-hmm. who have. But I remember special going out to lunch times. I remember just sitting and learning how to sew with an aunt. Like, I, those are the things, things that, that later they'll remember more anyway. And I try to take, so I try to take them to, like, lunch or something or dinner or something separate. Because yeah. together it's like a bicker fest. Mm-hmm. So I try to have my, like, special time with them separate. Like, I'm going to take EJ one day. I'm going to take Ariana one day. And, you know, when I'm with them and they're just one-on-one, we can have like the best time together. It's just like she touched me, she poked me, he looked at me, he told me this, he, and I'm just like, <laughs> you're 14 and 15, like you guys are teenagers. Oh, no, uh, and so like one on one time, like so. Karen, do you have like separate dates for each kid, like each of the kids, like where you try to do like just mommy and me time with them separately, so that they everyone feels like they're getting the equal amount of attention. Right. So what I do is um, at the end of the day, we don't do this so much in the summer anymore because we're with each other all day, every day. But as school, as soon as school gets back in session, um, we like, you know, they come home from school, do their homework, do their chores, eat dinner. And then we go upstairs like really early and um, like at 730 and they have to brush their teeth and they wash their face and then they get in bed and I give them this doesn't sound like much, but I give them five minutes each. Mm-hmm. So I, if they want to read, if they want to just talk to me about their day, if they want to watch, like have me watch them play a game on their phone, um, I they have that one-on-one attention with me every day. And so that's really important. And they like, 
tell me things that they wouldn't necessarily tell me with, you know, everyone else there just because it didn't come to mind Mm -hmm. or, you know, whatever. And so for me, I, and again, it doesn't sound like much, but when you have a family that's so busy and with so many people, like I, I really treasure that time with Mm -hmm. each one of them. Mm -hmm. I'm sure. I love that. (laughs) So I was like, that's not like, I think the five minutes is beautiful. Like I'm sure that means so much to them. It gives them that window to sort of download yeah. And it's the same thing, like, as you're describing your niece and nephew. I'm like, oh, my God, my kid's bigger now. I was hoping it would they'd grow out of it someday. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it just gets worse because then it's just like you have to, they're learning certain things from school. And it's like mm-hmm. my nephew had, like, his sister's name programmed something in his phone, something not nice. And I'm just like, oh. take that out of there. Like, now we're, you yeah. know, it doesn't, it doesn't change. And they're, maybe as they grow older like I have an older brother but no now it's just like well mm-hmm. EJ's eating this and that and it's like please well, they're such stop. different people my kids are like Oscar and like the, Felix from the odd <laughs> couple like my daughter wants to sleep in she wants to sleep in the dark and she wants everything quiet and my son wants all the lights on he wants to wake up at 5 30 in the morning he wants everyone to get up and play with him and like they're just two very different people um so it's definitely challenging to when we don't have that one-on-one time and do you with your husband though like how do you guys like shut everything off where it's just you and him not the kids not the business because that's important too um, we really have a hard time with that. Really? It's not something we do. We used to try to go like one for a week in um, August around our anniversary and just go away, just the two of us. Um, so like last year we took a cruise and the year before that, I think we did the same thing. Um, but this year it just wasn't in the cards. So, um, that's honestly ends up being like the last priority. Wow. Unfortunately. I know. And that really sucks because you want to have like that date night, like once a month or, you know, something like that. Cause quality time, not only with the kids, but like with your, with your mate is like super important. So mm-hmm. yeah, I could probably get, well, I don't have a mate, but you know, I don't when either, I, when I, I, when I swipe time. one on the, maybe I'll give me a little blue. <laughs> swipe right. No, I don't. Yeah. We were talking. Yeah. No, I'm not really. I'm not really. Because I that yeah that uh, that's a whole that's a whole nother episode a whole nother time dating and entrepreneurship we actually that's a good topic that was actually uh, our episode before this one that we actually showed with dating it was uh, single married and dating and with uh, how to manage your personal life and entrepreneurship and so yeah and uh, we had Carol hosting on and she was giving us some advice on like how to be the ultimate, you know, swipe left, swipe right girl and how to get the best experience out of uh, your online dating. And I feel like that was an episode within itself because she really schooled me like, no, positive attitude. That's how we go into things. I'm like, I got it. I got it. <laughs> not that. Uh, but cinnamon, like you don't, you just pray on it. You don't, you're not actively like trying to date or anything. Do you feel like you, so if you say you meet somebody like tomorrow, okay. He's like, cinnamon, I want to go out with you at like six o'clock tomorrow. Girl, let me tell you something. I'm so shy and so out of the Aww. loop. I did a show at Campus Marshalls, and it, um, the security guard kept walking around my booth. I didn't think nothing of it. So when I asked him, could he watch my booth while I run to the ladies' room right quick, he said, sure. So when he came back, I offered him an air freshener, you know, for his time for watching my booth. He says, no, I don't want an air freshener. I want to take you out to dinner. <gasps> And I froze like a deer in here. Like, so I was like, <laughs> no. I didn't know what to say. What did You're you say? You're giving me your phone number. No, I, girl, I just stood there like. 
And what did he say? What did he say? Wake up? Like what he, did he, he, he just let, he just said okay and walked away. And I just <laughs> felt like the dumbest chick on earth. Oh my god! And oh no. I didn't even see the signs. I'm so out of loop. And I, it was so from the left field. I didn't even know what to do. And then I felt like I hurt his feelings. But it caught me by surprise because, girl, last time somebody asked me, y'all, whew, and that just, it just threw me. Right. So I'm like so out of touch with. Well, get in I, touch, apparently. I mean, I have air fresheners <laughs> attracting men. Like, I, no, I haven't been in like a relationship, like serious relationship in like seven years. Oh, I got so, you beat. Yeah, it's not. I mean, when you start your business, Ooh. it just doesn't become a priority sometimes. Mm. It wasn't um, a priority for me when I, know I had Karen, my daughter. And I know talk about relationships and dating a lot because she tells me that. You should date. You should do, you know. But I get very annoyed very quickly. But anyway, let's move it right along. <laughs> um, well, listen, let me tell you my story, though, Cinnamon, really okay. quickly. So um, I had a customer who ordered some deodorant online um, and... They, I sent it to them, or I needed, like, I needed, um, something wasn't in stock. And I said, do you want unscented? I can send it to you today, or you'll have to wait till Friday. So we start chatting back and forth, um, and it ends up that he's, uh, I didn't even know it was a man. Uh, I didn't even know it was a man um, or a woman. Long story short, it was a man, and he ordered the deodorant. He loved it. He contacted me and said, how did you make this? I've never had a natural deodorant that worked before, et cetera, et cetera. Um, he came to, he lived in New York. He came into town for a concert. He wanted to meet me. We met. And now he um, works with me and is my boyfriend and has moved oh my from gosh. New York to Michigan. I so you never, you never know. Yeah. Your air fresheners could take it. I feel like we need to have like a little dating show. I feel like we need to, we need to have a, a dating contest where we can hook cinnamon up. And I did not know that you were that shy. I am. But, I mean, you run a successful business. You're a mom and you, how do you, you're shy. How do you talk to your customers? Are you like... I mean, because a lot of people are like, is it just like with men? Like, what is it? Because, you know, we talk all the time, so I don't know. I channel another personality. Mm. I pull out Sasha Fierce. Oh, well, you yes. better pull out <laughs> Sasha Fierce when, uh, when, when the guy's trying to talk to you for the... Uh, Girl, I, I freeze like a deer in the headlights. It's the craziest thing. And I actually did a show a couple weeks ago in Howe at the Mellon Festival, and it happened again. Um, the guy came up to me and he just was talking and I realized we was no longer talking about candles. So then he walks away, takes my business card. I get a text on my phone. He didn't went on my website, found my phone number and text me. And I just thought it was like super weird, but I guess it was like super cute. Oh, and then, you know, he was like, you know, I don't mean to freak you out or nothing. Um, can we be friends? And I, I just, I haven't responded. Wait, wait, when was this? This was like last week. Well, okay, well, give me your phone so we can respond. <laughs> Just let them have a conversation for a little while. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, can we can we text them? I can't. Uh, mompreneurs, can you tell this lady? Like, um, I mean, you're getting a whole lot of action, girl. I don't even get that. Nobody's walking away, taking my card and texting me yeah. either. Oh, see, yeah, you got all the booze coming around you. I, I just, mean, I just need to know. I just, like I said, I'm out of sync. I don't know what to do. Even if I did mm-hmm. go on a date. I'm just gonna sit there. What what do I say? What do I do? I just I smile. You you smile, but you look just like you're sitting here having a conversation with us. I think you need to get. Do you guys have the group, uh, Karen, about like moms managing it all? But moms, if you want to get out there and get, you want to manage it, you want to manage dating, because I think we should sign cinnamon up for that class. You got hit on a couple of times, girl. I, I mean, that sounds like a lot. I'm trying to get on your level. I'm not. <laughs> 
No, like seriously, do you have a for like, uh, not right now? <laughs> but I think I'm gonna drop I mean, that suggestion. I, I, I think that is like a really that's, that's gotta be really challenging, right? Because like, you're thinking about like you're in your business mode and you're in your like I'm talking to clients, I'm your social fears, I'm selling candles, and you're also in your mom mode where yeah, and that's I, not compatible with thinking about is much about dating, I would imagine. It's not. And then I what I think about a lot is what I see on the TV and in the news and I think to myself, I have a thirteen year old daughter. Yeah. And that's the first thing that mm. comes to my mind is what Being type safe. of person this, this guy really is. And everybody, Hold a coffee and find out. You know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, and know. That, I mean, and that, I that makes I think that sense. what holds me back a lot. But also, too, just know that everybody who you meet, they don't have to meet, like, your daughter. Oh, I mean, right, exactly. your family. Absolutely. They don't because that, you know, nobody wants to do that because mm-hmm. they could be a little crazy. But you want to get to know them first and then do right. it. Right. You know, that initial coffee or something, I mean, if you want me to, like, go with you and sit in, like, the back and, like, text you what to say, I mean, I can do it. I mean, I would say I have nothing but time, but we know that's not true. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, like, just just getting out there. But then also, like, being a mom and being, like, divorced and then getting back into dating or just being a mom and then maybe, you know, it has to be a lot. Like, you were saying, like, you and your husband don't get the quality time that you want, but I'm sure that you, like, want that. Like, you want to be around your husband more where it's just, you, you guys, and like, and and I feel like that's important. Like, you know, managing it out. managing it all is not just managing kids and mm-hmm. business. It's being able to manage like a variety of different relationships with being a mom, mm-hmm. because the mom is the most important one, of course. But also like managing everything, and that is, I could not probably imagine. Like, I probably couldn't do half of the things that I do, like being up to like, who cares? And like, mm-hmm. I don't make my bed, you know? I mean, it's like, <laughs> I, you know what I'm saying? Like sometimes I sit on my bed and I wanna eat my little snack. You know, if I got like a kid, I'm gonna be like, don't be eating in your bed. Like, mm-hmm. I don't follow any rules, like you at think, all. You think you would be like that? But in the beginning, I didn't want my daughter spoiled because I, I don't like spoiled children, mm-hmm. okay? <laughs> and I just, when I see other people's kids, I'm like, oh my gosh, she's so rotten. I feel like if they didn't do too much, so my daughter got like five years old. She was like the cutest thing. She didn't have no teeth. And I think that's where the moment where I realized, you know, you only live once. I only have this one miracle baby and the rest went out. So now, yes, yeah, she eats in her bed, you know, whatever. The laptop's sitting there. Oh, my, can I stay up 10 minutes past my bedtime? Next thing you know, it's 45 minutes and she's still up. And I'm just that laid back mom like, yeah. And I think it has a lot to do because she's the only child. Mm-hmm. So she does get away with a lot of stuff. But financially, she's a blessing because she does not, she is not into designer. She probably couldn't even name three of them. Oh, well, oh, I, yes. yeah. <laughs> right. Well, you hit the jackpot on that one because yes. I got a couple I can send you away who want all, <laughs> all listen, all the new, new. Girl. Okay. And I'm saying don't slip. Don't let it be the old shoes. And yeah, that's. Girl. What a mess. So is there any tips, uh, Karen, number one, that you want to give to where we're going to wrap up a little bit? Any tips that you want to give? Just a couple of tips that you would give mompreneurs out there, um, you know, about like managing it all, being able to manage it all. Sure. But Um, you know what? Before we do that. okay. I'm sorry. I just want to know, what do you ladies do for fun? What do you do for fun? Like you're managing this mom, this business, this relationship. What do you do for fun? Um, I travel. You travel? Well, there, she has a good answer. You travel. <laughs> I mean, I want everybody to give an answer. Right. Um, you know what? Um, I rarely, but when I when I get the opportunity, I will, like, go to a concert. That is even, like, local small bands. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, I enjoy that. Um, I feel like that's definitely something that I have to schedule 
in my life. And I, you know, you can't be spontaneous so much, especially with a, you know, herd of children. Um, but I feel like for me, fun is getting to just watch TV. Like that sounds so boring, but it's true. Like getting to Mm -hmm. sit and watch TV and like not have anybody pulling at me and not be labeling stuff while I'm doing it and just sit and be like, do you have your phone with you when you're watching the TV? Yeah. I do too. I'm just, I, yes, I'm checking like Instagram and checking Facebook and checking my sales. Yeah. And Karen, what do you do for? Um, I love stand up paddle boarding. It's like the one sporty thing that I can do. So I try to get out and do that when I can, but we live in like Royal Oak, so we're not mm-hmm. near any kind of water. Mm-hmm. Um, but coming to Belle Isle is amazing. Um, and then um, I love to do um, improv comedy. Um, so I took the training program at Go You in Ferndale. That's cool. And it's a hard hobby to have, though, because improv means other people have to be involved, which means you have to schedule that. Um, So I haven't done anything in a while, but I've been writing some stuff. um, And just getting to get out of my head like that and just laugh is, like, just the best thing in the world. That is, that's good. That's, like, really, really, that's cool. It's super fun. Yeah, it seems like I need to find like some mom improvisers where we can be like, "Hey, let's do like a nap time improv practice (laughs) or like an eleven o'clock at night improv practice." That is cool. And you travel, sending me travel. I just started traveling. Actually, it's like being thrown upon me because my sister is a travel agent. She works for United, so every year we travel. This year I went to Cancun. Last year was Jamaica. Next year is Aruba. Ooh, nice. When I'm not doing that, this might sound crazy. But what I do for fun is I'm like crafty mom. You name it, I'm making it. I love it. From T-shirts to wooden signs to decals to paper crafting my product for my business. I just, I'm crafty. And if I don't, if I don't have nothing to craft, I actually get depressed. Mm. So I craft to be happy. And the people, and I post the stuff on Facebook, and it's like, oh my God, you're so talented. Are you selling this? No, I just like to craft. I and, just and, like to make it. And that, and that's, and whatever works. Like that, I think that's cool. And yeah. so, one tip, Karen, go before we wrap this up. One tip, I think that uh, one tip would be to uh, believe in yourself. Like even when everything's super overwhelming. Like if this is what you want to do, you want to have a business, and you want to go for it, and you want to be a mama, you. Um, you can do it. Like, you can put what you want. You just have to put in the work. So you put in the work. Do the work. You get the results. You can do it. I love that. It's so true. Believing in yourself, but then also executing on it. Um, I think a really big tip is um, just sort of finding your tribe, finding people who will support you, because it's a weird journey um, of motherhood and of entrepreneurship. And especially when your kids are in school, like, you're not really the stay-at-home mom, but you're not also the nine-to-five, like, in a suit working mom either. Um, And so it's hard to, like, feel like where is your place in that and what kind of, you know, burdens of school, not burdens, but what kinds of work at school should you be taking on and all those kinds of questions. So find people, like, around you to text with or call or meet up with once a month or whatever it is, um, just so you're not walking that journey alone. My thing is to be like Bo Jackson, just do it. You know, don't be afraid. Life is a challenge, there's a lot of obstacles. Walk by faith, not by sight. When you became a mom, you didn't really know what to do in the beginning, but you figured it out. You walked that walk, and now you're able to talk that talk. So get out there. If there's something that you love, and you have a passion about it, don't let nobody tell you you can't do it. Get out there and do it. 
and I'm Show looking them at name you, and I'm looking at you talk about that, and I'm gonna encourage you to go get that cup of coffee that you're so scared to go get. <laughs> while you doing it like Michael Jordan and all of that, like, girl, if you don't go get that coffee with those those booze that was hitting you up oh on that, yeah, do that. And so, care number two, just tell uh, everybody listening where they can find you. Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, Instagram, I'm at Launch Professor, and um, we can join our Honey Mama Entrepreneur Group that meets Tuesday mornings at 8.30 in Ferndale. Um, and the Detroit Center for Design and Technology is at, um, at Det Design Tech on social media in Detroit.Design. A lot of cool events happening down there. And you have a talk that's coming up, I think you said September 26th? Yes, we do. On September 6th, we're talking about growing up creative in Detroit. So Karen Dibus, who's an author um, and wrote a really cool book about Detroit, Alex Clark of Bon Bon Bon. Um, I'm secretly hoping she'll bring free samples. <laughs> <laughs> Kiki Luya, um, co-owner of The Farmer's Hand, are all going to talk about growing up creative in Detroit. And also, too, with Bon Bon Bon, you can get those at the next All Things Detroit, November 4th, because they will be there. And then, Karen, really quickly, let's tell us where they can find you. Right. On Instagram, it's natural underscore red underscore, or at my website, www.naturalredessentials.com. All right. Well, thank you so much, ladies, for being here. I am Jennifer with Ask Jennifer, and you can follow me on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter at Ask Jennifer, and that's A S K J E N N Y F E R. And Cinnamon, I forgot about you. <gasps> How dare I do that? <laughs> I think I was just trying to wrap it up very quickly because we were running out of time. But where can okay. we find you, Cinnamon? Because we know you have lots of businesses. Okay. MyDelightfulSense.net is also my website, and MyDelightfulSense is the same thing on Instagram and DelightfulSense on Facebook. And my hobby with my daughter is Delightful Ribbons, and you can find it on Facebook. And her website is DelightfulRibbons.com. So help support my 13-year-old daughter. Yes, because I, I love that. For the American Girl Dolls, right? Well, get American your, Girl Dolls. Get your Detroit gear, Detroit swag, for the American Girl Dolls. All right, thank you, ladies, once again. We'll have to do this again. Thank you for having us. All right, thank, thank you, you, everybody, for listening. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Here Goes 313 Salon is where you need to go to get the love, care, and attention needed to grow and fashion your natural hair. Call 313-320-7890. This is the Detroit is Different Podcast Network, the culture of an American classic city.